Welcome to Let's Talk It All. I'm Jeff. And I'm Neville. And uh, we are here to talk about a lot of things. Well, tonight we're going to talk about all tonight. Tonight we're going to come back to something we started last week. You had a photograph of Jesus. Oh, yeah. So we're going to come back and talk about that. We're going to talk about that. I think we're going to talk about... One of the oldest professions, and see if it really should be illegal or not. We're going to weigh in on that. We're going to weigh. We're going to weigh in on that um, because because it matters what we say. Because it matters what we say. Uh, we might talk about some ghosts. That's ghosts. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the things going on. It's been it's been a it's been a busy week in the news, and a lot of things happening. A lot of people. Die, a lot more people dying. Where? We lost Barbara Bush this, this, yeah, this yeah. past week. She passed on. She yeah. passed. Uh, George isn't doing well now either. Says oh, he's, that's good for George. He should go. Well, he wasn't Kennedy doing well anyway, so I think there. the, the, the Barbara You know who's going to kick the bucket this year, if I didn't mention it on the show, is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, he survived his surgery. I think he's going to die, though. Really? Yeah, I had a funny feeling. It's a funny thing you should mention, Arnold. Actually, there was a contest. Gotta love Facebook. There was a contest, and he was doing some kind of fundraiser for some charity, helping kids or something. And uh, he had a like a lottery. You 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 make a donation, and right. depending on the donation, you get so many chances in this lottery. But they picked one name at random to spend the day with Arnold out in California. Huh. Go have lunch with him, hang out with him, yeah. smoke some cigars with him, go to the places he likes to go. Basically. You, you get to be Arnold wow. for the day. Wow. I didn't win. I was going to say, are you about to tell me? That Although, I did put 250 <laughs> ballots in. Whoa! It wasn't that bad. I think it was only a $25 donation. It was for a good cause. But, uh, no, I didn't win, unfortunately. Um, but that's not like that would have been... Like, I don't know if they paid for your airfare out there or not. That would have sucked. Right. But uh, if they did, if it was like an all-expensive thing out there to hang with Arnold for a day, I'd have gone in a heartbeat. I'd have gone in a half heartbeat. <laughs> that would have been fun. Yeah, I think. Oh, I would have done. I it think it'd been fun. I would have taken up smoking cigars, yeah. just just to do it. But anyway, so that's just nice. Um, another freaking shooting. Waffle House. Did you hear about this? No. Were you? I was I watching this. No, I uh, actually past few days. I stayed away from Facebook a lot and uh, off the news, so I really don't. I was off the grid for a little bit. Taking a break. Yes, and yes, we're doing the broadcast live from Bin Laden's cave, obviously. <laughs> um, I, just, I, I, think, I think he had better, better, better intel than Jeff has on some of this stuff. All right, so I just want to talk about the Waffle House thing since you know anything about it. That's, a, that's an interesting story. Um, you pissed off because you got bad waffles or something? Uh, no, it's, it's, like I said, it's a different story. Let's, uh, let's jump into the, the mainstream topics we're going to talk about, and then okay. we'll, we'll save the... Uh, Inter- internet internet field day for the uh, second half of the show. Okay. So, Jesus. Yes. Photographed. Yes. Very intriguing thing that you brought up at the end of last last week's show. Yeah, apparently, the um, story was. In fact, we're gonna do a whole show based on time travel. Yeah. Based on that story. Yeah. Well, and then what happened? Well, uh, I, I was researching the photograph. Now, the whole story was this woman claims in 1967 she was in the Holy Land. She was around two so. And, uh, shut up. What? Are you going to make fun of me? No. You're going to make fun of me. 
You said Jerusalem. Did I say it right? I think so. I but you kind of you kind of you kind of stalled like you didn't. You were waiting yeah. for me to oh, wait, park right. on you. Yeah, yeah. Well, look at that. He's we're such good. A nice guy. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, where was I? Right? <coughs> so yeah, she's hanging out there. The she's in the Holy Land, and she turns around. Apparently, some aliens standing there. But that would freak anybody out. And she had this uh, Kodak instant. Uh, instant car camera. I wrote it down somewhere. It's not one of the ones that you would take a picture and it comes out. Right. It actually had film in it. It has to be developed. Okay. Yeah. So uh, these aliens tell her to turn around and take a picture, and uh, they're going to show her something amazing in history. There's nothing there when she takes a picture. But later, when she gets home to America, she has the film developed, and lo and behold, there's there's Jesus. There's his his his, uh, his uncle. Uh, a couple of the disciples, Peter and I can't remember, Simon, I think. Peter and Simon, yeah. yeah. And uh, his uncle Joseph, not his father Joseph. His uncle, uncle Joseph. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Joseph. They're all in this picture, and, you know, they're, Joseph is kind of looking down, and Peter and Simon look like they haven't been late in eight months. You know, they're all pissed off, and, you know, it's because, you know, at this point in the picture, apparently, it's explained that this is the moment that, you know, Jesus just had just told them. That uh, he, he is going, uh, you know, back, and uh, they know if they go back uh, to the holy city, that you know he's going to be he's going to be killed. They know this is going to happen if he goes back. So that was the explanation of why the long faces. I got a side story. We get done with that. Okay. So uh, I was all hunkadoria. You know, I saw the photograph. I'm like, oh my god, it's so awesome. It's black and white, and you know, this is a great picture. And I got all jazzed about it. So I spent two hours of my life over the weekend researching this and writing up a great story for the show and that kind of stuff. And then uh, after I sent the photograph off to the webmaster, uh, my wonderful co-host here, um, I was doing a little more research on it. Within seconds, I found the original painting from early 1900. Uh, I believe it was from France. And uh, someone had taken a black and white photograph of <laughs> this painting and try to pull off a, uh, a hoax, um, which we almost fell for here at Let's Talk It All. So uh, I was pretty pissed off, uh, wasting two hours of my life on this, uh, only to find out it was a hoax, you know, minutes after I sent the original photograph. So uh, that's the cheese. Well, hey, we did, Jeff did, not we, Jeff, did the research on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even though he got a little excited, but he did do all the research and found it was a hoax. So good for Jeff, good for Jeff. Oh, that's an interesting painting. That look, and they were headed back to, you know, Jerusalem. It wasn't going to be good. No. And, you know, back then they didn't have a lot of money. And it was just kind of, you know, yep. whatever. You know, they didn't have signs. You know, we'll, we'll <laughs> Work bless, for food. We'll bless you for food. But So they got back to Jerusalem, the whole land, yeah. where they were going. And, um, yeah, they didn't have a lot of money. But, um, they went to one of the inns because they might, you know, they might get some place to rest. They've been on the road and want to get some rest. And Jesus goes in and okay. sets three nails on the counter and says, "Can you put me up for the night?" <laughs> You're terrible. You're absolutely a horrible person. Lightning strikes hey, in. That's, Lightning strikes that's in. That's <laughs> just what I heard. That's just what I heard. Don't know if it's true or not, but. It might be. That's a, because that's a, a well-played joke. It friend. is a well-played <laughs> joke. Other than Easter, you don't get to say that one a whole lot. So anyways, anyways. So so uh, when I get a moment, I'll put those photos. You guys can look at it and stuff and see what it was. And uh, we'll get it put up on the website and stuff. But uh, 
Yeah, it was interesting because Jeff had sent me the information. It's like, ah, here it is. It sent to me. You know, of course, unless it's one of my days off, Monday or Tuesday, we're going to tend to mess around with things. So I hadn't posted the photo as <laughs> fact, but I will post it as in what we thought, what we know type thing. Yeah. So uh, that's funny about it. And I was, we, were, we were doing some pre-show prep, and I'm like, you know, what's really sad about this whole thing is, I told Jeff, the woman didn't even put in the effort to get actors <laughs> to do it. <laughs> she just a, took a photo of a picture <laughs> hanging in the loo, <laughs> or in her loo, wherever it was, and then claimed it was these aliens <laughs> teleprojecting history for her. Really? Anyways. Although we should have had, you know, a little inkling when it started out with, hey, bumped into an alien in the Holy <laughs> Lands, and guess what they said? You know, that's, put me up for the night. I don't know. It's just, I'm just saying. Probably should have had an idea that might not be as legit yeah. as, as we thought it was. So, but, that was the excitement of the Jesus photo. So, Jesus photo. All right. That's, that's, uh. But, you know, since we're talking about Jesus, I, I had some other things. You know, if we have a little time tonight. Uh, we do, we do. I actually shows zipping along pretty good. Ten minutes in? Ten minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. Yeah, ten oh, we are ten minutes. I was, yeah. What you were thinking, sir? I, I was looking at it as 9.52. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> we didn't think we thought that long on the whole subject. But, all right. Well, I forgot. Uh, I haven't started drinking yet, although we do have something that we're going to introduce tonight when we get to that point. So. Yeah, I, uh, I am going to read a few of the uh, famous quotes from Mr. Jesus from John, Mark, and uh, who else do I got? Matthew. Oh, uh, maybe some Luke stuff. Should, should have worn my shirt again today at Walmart. Oh, oh gosh. Make sure it says Team Jesus on it. <laughs> so here we are. We have Luke 6.38. Give, and it will be given to you. Like, see? Who gave today? It will be given to you. Yes. Uh, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, we put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. You know, so what you give out, you know, comes back to you in the same measure, basically. I guess that's how I would take that. It's a little long for a portion to but it Yeah, yeah, it could work. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, here's a good one. <clears throat> this one is from. Let's see here. This is Luke 12, 22-24. Those are Bible verses, by the way, if you find it in the Bible. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't see that. Uh, Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. For life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They uh, have neither storehouses nor barn, yet God feeds them. How much more value are you than the birds? And that was Captain birds. Kirk. That <laughs> was <laughs> Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk is checking in. Captain Kirk. Checking yeah, we in. have some Star Trek sounds here at uh, Let's Talk It All, uh, which we enjoy immensely. We do enjoy. Uh, now, this is for you people who don't believe in Mr. Jesus. Uh, Matthew 1038-39. Whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Yeah, how, does, how does that start? Whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. So when did he say that? Was that when did he say that? He said that in Matthew ten thirty eight. So do you think that he said that before? He well, knew yeah, him. obviously he didn't say it after he was dead, <laughs> Jeff. All right, Jeff just bred me the moron of biblical <laughs> studies. 
just seems to be odd using the cross reference unless it was right then and there. Right. Like if you're using the cross reference before then. <laughs> right. That'd be kind of. You know, actually, poetic. I had never thought Not poetic. about it. I never thought about Prophetic. it. I never thought about it like that until you just said that. I'm curious when that comment was made. It was made before he was on the cross. Well, but okay. And, and again, just, <laughs> I get that. Well, he did probably, rise from the dead. Probably, Maybe he told probably him was not yelling down, yelling down from the cross. Not all this hurts. Hey, you got one of these coming your way too. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, we'll get off of that because that's too funny. But all right, so. All right. Here's the interesting thing a lot of people don't know, okay? But I'm going to read through some stuff here in a little while. Are we still on Jesus? We're still on Jesus. We're going to do some Jesus stuff tonight. This, this, this is one of my favorite things. Now, the Trinity, you know, the number three. Three. Right, okay. That's a big thing throughout the Bible. A lot of people don't realize it and they don't pay attention to it. Well, not just the Bible, but yeah. Okay, I mean, I so you had the three wise men or three kings that followed the freaking moving star in the sky UFO to the baby Jesus is born, Okay. Uh, before the baby Jesus is born, Mary ends up pregnant, okay? Uh, she sees three angels, three angels. Now, here's a, the thing about this, the angel thing. Some people said one angel, some people say it's two angels, some people say it's three angels. When you translate this back from uh, the ancient Hebrew language they used back then, which is hardly spoken Mary nowhere. Mary. Yeah, it's Mary. hardly, it, it's not even spoken, it's hardly like 2% or 1% of the population speaks this shit anymore. All right, it, it's actually three angels, okay, it, to make that clear. At least what my research said, it was three angels, so I'm going with that. All right, then you have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, again, the number three, okay. Um, you have 12 disciples, which is three times four, makes 12, okay. You, after Jesus is dead, on the third day he rises again, again, the number three. Throughout the Bible, and this is just a few instances, this is over and over and over again, the number three is a gigantic you know, connection. Um, I've always found that quite fascinating. Why do you think the number three plays such a great role in the typical scriptures? Okay, so because because three is it's a it's a karmic number. Three, six is not, all that stuff. Eleven is twelve. Numerology, which deviates from the church, but numerology is a big thing. Even in your own life, if you look at your own life, I mean, I know we talk about we can talk about definition, but. Numerology is huge. There are numbers that keep repeating in your life. There are numbers that are important to you. There are numbers that can uh, right, wrong, and again direct you, you or know, have influence over you. You know what number is really important to me? It's 30. Okay? I'm at 29 right now, and I'm going to leave it at that. Never mind. You can figure out what I'm at. If I hit the number 30 before I die, I'll be a happy man. That's all I'm going to say. Continue, sir. So at some point, <laughs> further down the road, we're going to do this as a video. <laughs> So you, so you can watch Jeff talk to me and think I'm deaf and start signing to me everything he's saying, realizing that I'm going to put mittens on you, Jeff, because just to shut you up. But anyways, so so my question, again, this is because, because there was so much horseplay with putting the Bible together. The council of Nicaea. Huh? Council yes. Them, yeah. Or, or them. <laughs> yes. Or them. You gotta wonder how much of this stuff maybe was edited for content. Well, the the scriptures were included in the Bible. Well, but were, and, right. Wait, 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 they weren't edited. The ones that weren't included were left out because they 
contradicted or didn't send the same messages to the scriptures that were included. So things weren't edited, they were just left out completely, if I can make the best sense for you out of that. Well, I'm pretty sure we, well, you know, people could have added really something. think they were, maybe. Maybe, tweet you know, little. Maybe they could have been. Uh, tweet okay. okay, well, here's here's another thing. Now, if you look One at, angel, three angel. Listen, Judas. Judas, right? Judas. The betrayer, okay? He had his own scripture, okay? And actually carbon dated older than any of the other ones, by the way, even though the church won't recognize 30 it. 30 pieces of silver. Yes, but listen. 33, zero. But the word three. Judas, it actually translates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, pay attention. This is well, okay. The word Judas actually translates into Jew. Yes. Jewus. Okay, so what that means is, even in the, the scriptures themselves, they're already blaming the Jews for the crucifixion of Jesus by saying Judas turned out. You see what I'm saying? So there could be some truth to what you're saying that it could have been edited. Well, no, and I'm not. Right. I'm not <clears throat> trying to poke fun. I'm just trying to put everything out there because it is numerology to to see that. Does three, C3 come up so many times to C3PO? That's about to say the same thing. C3PO, oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> Star Wars, I know it's biblical. Um, because the church had a, church had or has a history of assimilating divination practices for their own use. Even when they banned and outlawed the use of tarot cards, their higher members within the church, the bishops, whatever would use that because they did feel they, these were ways to communicate with God that God sent messages really in 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 numerology is the same way there's again there's numbers there's there's mathematical numbers that repeat themselves in nature that that show that so I'm not sure we're going, we talk about three being important it is important um I'm just saying it's just kind it's, of hot. It, it is, you know, it's just all right. through there. Okay. You know, the more you read, the more you find the number three, which is right. really quite fascinating to me, anyway. You know, like wow. That'd be interesting. I'd be curious to see if anyone has numerologically dissected the Bible. Well, there was the Bible code. Remember the Bible code? The Bible code. You know, the books about oh. that. You know, told That's true. Yeah, about through, that. You know, uh, uh, but you know, I want to switch gears a little. Since we're talking about the Bible. Um, I thought I, I would talk about the science of Christ's return. Okay? Uh, this is going to take a little bit, but I'm going to read. Uh, we survived the apocalypse, by the way, which was supposed to happen today again. <laughs> was it really supposed to Yeah, there was another one supposed to happen today. Really? I mean, we still got a few hours left. Don't get me wrong, it could happen, but another one we, we survived and got through it. So. Huh. And there's one in June, so about every other month going forward for a while, there'll be some earth earth devastating event. You know, at some point, someone's going to be right. You would think. At some well, point, you, know, you know, give a typewriter to a monkey. I'm eventually, sure. he'll type out the works of Shakespeare. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, you know, and uh, the dinosaurs probably did the same thing. Walking around, there's one dinosaur walking around. And it's coming! And it's coming! Nobody listened to him. That'd, like, be the, that'd be the Eorosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking like, what the fuck are you talking about? Eeyore. Eeyore from yeah, yeah. Winnie the Pooh. I know what Winnie the Pooh is. Right, if you don't know who Eeyore is, look it up. You'll understand what I'm saying when you see Eeyore. Okay. Okay, so, Asaurus. the sign to Christ's return. Jesus came out from the temple and was going away when his disciples came up to point out the temple building to him. And he said to them, Do you not see all these things? Truly, I say to you, not one stone here will be left upon which will not be torn down. Oh my gosh. 
As he was singing on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came up to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things happen? And will, when will the sign of your coming and the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, See to it that no one misleads you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and will mislead many. You will be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not frightened, for those things must take place. But that is not yet the end. For nation will be rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And in various places there will be famines and earthquakes. But all these things are merely the beginning of the birth pangs. Then they will deliver you to tribulation, and will kill you, and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. At that time, many will fall away and will betray one another and hate one another. Many false prophets will rise and mislead many, because lawlessness is increased. Most people's love will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Perilous times. Perilous. Some of that sounds familiar. Familiar. Therefore, when you see the, the abomination of desolation, I don't know what the hell that means, which was spoken through Daniel, the prophet. Ah! Remember I said before, the, 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 the book of Daniel, people should read that, it's a great book. Standing in the holy place, then those who are in Judah must flee to the mountains. Whoever is, uh, is on the house top must not go down to get the things that are in the house. Whoever is in the field must not return back to get his cloak. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. Explanation point. But pray that your flight will not be in the winter or in, on the Sabbath. For there will be a great tribulation. Such has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will. Unless those days have been cut short, no life will have been saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will come short. I don't know what the hell that means either. Then if anyone says to you, Behold, here is Christ, or there he is, do not believe him. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders to mislead you. If possible, even the elect. Behold, I have told you in advance. So if they say to you, Behold, he is in the wilderness, do not go out. Or behold, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe him. For just as the lightning comes from the east and flashes even to the west, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. Whoever the corpse is, there is vultures will gather. Alrighty then. The glorious return. But immediately after tribulation, for those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and then all the tribes on the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power, power and great glory, and he will send forth his angels with a great trumpet, and they will gather together as elect from the four winds, uh, from one end of the sky to the other. I'm telling you, this is Jesus coming back on UFOs. I'm telling you right now. Do you understand what I just said? Come from the sky with all his angels, riding on the clouds? Jesus, I'm telling you, man. <clears throat> now, learn the parable from the fig tree. When it's a branch has already become tender and puts forth its leaves, you know the summer is near. So you too, when you see all these things, recognize that he is near, right at the door. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. 
But on the day and the hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone, meaning God. For the coming of the Son of Man, Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah. For those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark. They did not understand until the flood came and took them all away. So will be the coming of the Son of Man be. Then uh, there will be two men in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one will be left. The rapture. That's what you know. The good people go up before all the bad shit hits. Um, to me, uh, again, that's, you know, abductees mm -hmm. taken off the planet. All the shit hits the van. Just my two cents. Uh, be ready for his coming. <laughs> See how I'm weaving uh, abductions and aliens in this? You're weaving all right. Yeah. <clears throat> Therefore, be on alert. Do not know which day your Lord is coming, but, but be no sure of this. <laughs> that the head of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have been on the alert and would not have been allowed his house to be broken into. For this reason... You must also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you think he will. Not, well, you do not think he will, sorry. Who then is the faithful and sensible slave whom his master put in charge of the household to give them food at the proper time? Blessed is the slave whom his master finds so doing when it comes. I have no idea what that means. Truly I say to you that he will put in charge of all his possessions. But that the evil slave says in his heart, my master is not coming for a long time. And begins to beat his fellow slaves and eat and drink uh, like drunkards. The master of the slave will come on a day when he does not expect him, and in an hour which he does not know. And he will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites, in a place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. I would take that as hell. Um, Washington, D.C. one of them. Yeah, what I do. Uh, but yeah, so there's some uh, interesting end times uh, Jesus prophecy right there. It um, is interesting. Yeah. And a... for our audience, just just to highlight the fact that a lot of what Jeff and I do is not scripted at all. Nope. Um, because I, I will tell you now, if if we survive the June apocalypse, uh, we need to get Denny in here. This would have been a night to have Denny oh, here. Oh, Denny would be great. This, if we had yeah. planned this out, which we rarely do, yeah, and we need to look at that year three of this to maybe plan out some of these shows, uh, this would have been the episode to have Denny with us to talk about this. So we, 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 will, we, will, we will revisit Jesus and the end of days when we get Denny scheduled to hang out with us and give us his take on it. Because... That would be a hell of a show. It would be a hell of a show. I, I love Danny. I love Danny. And he has unique outlook on a lot of things and would be a welcome interjection into the programming. Absolutely. Here at Let's Talk It All. We've only had one guest on so far. We haven't had. We've had uh, a lot. We had a lot. That was a while ago. We need to do something. We need to do some more of that. Yeah, you get some more people on. We need to think about this. <laughs> Time not, our, not our strong suit. Yeah, it's not. And uh, Planning's not our strong suit. You know, he's busy. You know, he works. He's got his stuff going on. He's planning all kinds of events all the time. You know, I I got two kids, and you know, they're Cub Scouts, Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts. Scout. You know, and there's the weekends are jam packed. There's all kinds of stuff going on, so it, it's hard. You know, it's a little bit difficult to uh, plan these shows. 
<laughs> but we do the best we can. What I usually do is I do actually, I don't know if you know this, but Sunday nights mm-hmm. around 8.30, I start crashing for yeah. the show. I start, yeah, jam-packing everything I can into research and everything else. It's normal. I think I start a little earlier this summer, but normally it's right about that time. Because the kids, you know, the youngest one's in bed, and the other one's getting ready to go to bed. You know, she's tired, so I can actually just concentrate like hmm. do. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I can use that. Uh, I can use that to get away from the body. I'm upstairs to hang in the computer more. <laughs> oh, honey, I have research show this yeah, week. Research show. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, interesting stuff. I mean, and I poke fun at it and laugh, but, you know, I, I find it interesting. And there's and now now especially now there's so much, you know, it, so much. It wasn't this way, or it wasn't that way, or he wasn't, you know, he wasn't born in December. He's more, more likely born in the spring, and he didn't, you know, it just more of the naysayers and people out just to destroy things, just to kill kill the fun, kill the fun of Christmas, kill the fun of Easter. Jesus didn't do this, Jesus didn't do that, just belittling, berating Christianity and, and the premise. And don't get me wrong, I think there's a lot of things within Christianity that need to be berated and belittled, but the religion itself, you know what, has been, is not it. I think there's just, I think we've yet to come with the, up with a good form that fits. Well, I I, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, they're, they, they, you know they're, they could be Baptist, they could be Methodist, they could be Mormon, they could be Catholic, whatever it may be, uh, Protestant, um, you know, the Christian faith, and I, you know, I, I get you know, little arguments with people, you know, debates, if you will, and I, they're like, well, you know, I, my, inter- my religion's interpretation of the Bible is the correct one, I hear this all the time, I really do, and I, you know, I'm like, okay, that's cool, you know, and I don't, I don't really, you know, that's their belief. That's good, good, good by them. But I, I point out to me, so you remember, you know, who created your religion? Well, you know, so-and-so did. You know, Joseph Smith will say it in the Mormons. Okay, we'll say something like that. Right? Which is which is a fun story. We should do, we should do a show on Joseph Smith. <laughs> yeah, we should. But, but let me finish. So I'm using that example. <laughs> I did. You know, uh, and uh, I say, well, you know, he was a man, right? And like, yeah, I know man's not perfect, right? Only Jesus was basically the closest perfect you get, right? It was, yeah. So anything created by man is not perfect, right? And that stops them because they're like, ah, I just got caught. So I tell people all the time, you gotta remove your religion's flawed because it was made by man. It wasn't made by God. It's man's interpretation of what God said. And that's where the flaw comes in. Because anytime man starts interpreting shit and making shit up, they F it all up because everything man touches, we F up. That's just a fact of right. our species. You know, so religion in itself is already flawed. Well, Christian religion. What? Christian religion. You don't, you don't think Islam's freaking all screwed up too? It isn't because because they must have looked at Christian religion <laughs> and saw that we screwed up how we how we interpreted it. Because this <laughs> is, <laughs> Stop yeah. it. Because their their word of God came through Muhammad. Right. Who was as close to divine as he could be. But it's he's viewed as more than a man. You know what I'm saying? Where we're saying men wrote the Christianity stuff. They're saying basically Muhammad spoke for God. He was a prophet, spoke for God. 
and therefore what he said is so beyond Moses. reproach. So did Moses. Moses was God's mouthpiece. Did I see the book of Moses anywhere in the Bible? Yeah, the book of Exodus. It's right it's a very Exodus. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a very uh, right after the book of Genesis. It's the next it's the next chapter. You know, it's all about, you know, the Jews and you know the captivity and you know you never saw the Dan Ten Commandments? <laughs> the movie the original? Well, you know, it was Charlton Heston. I have it. It's one of my favorite movies. I have a DVD for him to borrow it. <laughs> Get your stinking paws off me, you damn filthy Jew! Oh, was that Planet of the Apes? No, I think that was Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah. I got the movies confused. <laughs> I guess it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't Jew, it was human. Oh. It was damn stinky human. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was ape, but anyways. So, and yeah, I, I do feel that Islam is flawed. Beyond, beyond belief, flawed. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure we were going. Just, to just for the, I'm just saying. Oh, um, I got you. Why the religion is so ah, popular? Because okay, okay. it was relayed to them by a holy man, not by someone that said they were holy. What? What do you think of this idea? Since we're on the, the question of Islam, um, now you know I had touched upon you know uh, us being the uh, the New Roman Empire, the cities of Babylon. You know, the great whore of the Bible in the book of Revelations. You know, you have the Statue of Ishtar, you know, in New York City Harbor right there. You know, the Statue of Liberty, which is it, Liberty itself. Uh, there was a, you know, Libertar, you know, was the form of sexual perversion, you know, to be free with your sexual love. And Ishtar was the, the goddess of whoreness, basically, free of love. Um, and that's what she was, you know, the Statue of Liberty is based upon. Um, and where I'm going with this, by the way, is right. French. <laughs> they screw everything up. Thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you know, when it talks about, in the book of Revelation, it talks about the city that, you know, the world economy, you know, goes around, you know, comes around and all the goods are traded through this city. You know, you have, you have Wall Street there, you have the United Nations, the seat of power, you have all the stuff in New York City and all goods basically go through Wall Street at this point. You think about all trading, you know, around the world. Um, and, uh, and where I was going with this, by the way, is I'm just rambling on, is uh, the cities of Babylon, you know, and there's a lot of, you know, perhaps that we are. And how we fall, though, how we fall is from the inside, because maybe all these Islamic people, you know, there's terror, not them all, I'm saying some terrorist cells are a lot more out there than we're aware of. They've been let in this country by Obama, you know, and the Clinton dynasty, you know, they're, they're Got them all over the place, and uh, maybe it's uh, we fall from the inside. A major revolution. And then you got all the college educated kids out there who, you know, far left wingers who kind of jump on board. They'd rather, instead of having their nuts cut off, they're like, well, I'll just convert over to Islam and help take out. Um, to I, think, I, <laughs> I think it depends on the timetable of. Of this revelation, this end time. Um, at the moment, at the moment, you, I think, I think we as Americans look at our country that way—that we're the center of this and we're the center of that. And I guess to a certain extent, we are. But I think we're doing everything in our power to nullify that and no longer be. Jeff just got really white like he doesn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we have done nothing but go out of our way for the last eight, ten years to diminish America's standing, posture, 
um, importance within the world? You don't think we have? You don't think we have we have gone out of our way well, to to neuter ourselves? Well, the executive branch, yes, but the, you but even be, even the, even even the populace. Yeah. Well, well, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the populace. Yeah. Well, you know, America was yeah. never great. We hate this country. Well, yeah, that's we'll live here. We'll take your bed. Yeah. But we hate this country. Well, yeah. America was never great. They're being brainwashed, man. These kids are being brainwashed. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying this falls right. What I'm saying this is how this shit's gonna happen. I get that. Yeah. But I just. I think we we lose. I don't know. I think in our own minds we feel that we're still the center of everything. I don't see it happening. Yeah. Uh, by Trump is in office, it'll be after, you know the president or the president after him. I think if anything like that ever right. happens, it'll be further down the road because uh, it's not quite there yet. No, that's you what know, I'm saying. It depends on, depends on the, yeah. the time frame and stuff and what's going on, but. But we're working. We're working that way. We're working. There's a systematic progress of minimizing the church, the Christian church, all the while of strengthening the mosque of Islam. Yep. Yep. You know. Um, you rarely, you rarely see an in-depth article on pedophilia in Islam. We know it's there. We do know it's there. It's actually called for in their in their Bible, the Quran. But boy, get a Christian that's a pedophile. It's top news, baby. <laughs> top news. It's top Another news. Another priest. Get some freaking, <laughs> some freaking far left wing sect of Christianity guy running his church. That says raping a thirteen-year-old is as much a thirteen-year-old's fault <laughs> as them, and they're all over that. Yeah. They bring that up every time you talk about the Muslims <laughs> doing it. So, again, we we are our own worst enemies, and I don't know if it's that Catholic guilt that everyone has developed all of a sudden. The Catholic boat, where you get to bring your own young boy with you. The Catholic. You never saw that South Park episode. No, I thought you were seeing Frank Zappa and Catholic Girls. No, Catholic Boat. Catholic Girls! <laughs> no, 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 listen, oh. listen. There was a South Park episode where... It's a long story. It is a long story, the priest, The priests are going to take the kid... This is after all the, the sexual shit's going on. So the priest, father, whatever his name is, is like, I'm going to take the boys on a retreat on a, a cruise. And all the parents are like, in their minds, are playing the scene, the Catholic boat. And you see these priests come by, and they've got their arms around the little boys, you know, in a big heart sign. It's hilarious. you got to see it. Um, okay. Uh, so at this point, it's about a uh, quarter of the way through our programming, and we'd like to take the time to bring up one of the pet projects that Renee and some of her friends have at diversitybroadcastingnetwork.com, and that is Biz Exposure. And this is to get local businesses and entrepreneurs a chance to get their name out there and their business out there for more people to see. So take a listen to what Renee has to say with, I believe his name is George, and we'll be back in a minute. Hi, my name is Vin Gleason. I'm the Director of Marketing for Biz Exposure. And my name is Renee, and I'm the CEO of Diversity Broadcasting Network. We have partnered up 
with BizExposure to help lift your business off the ground. With over 31.8 million views to date, you can get your ad seen instantly. Our digital signage technology can drastically change and improve the way your company interacts and communicates with your customers. This allows you to deliver a personalized and instantly updatable message when and where is most effective for you, all the while reducing your costs and increasing your revenue. Join the ranks of many other growing businesses. Building a synergy between our advertisers, our hosts, and our team of representatives and resellers is our biggest priority. Contact me at vin at bizexposure.com or call me personally, 315-209-5044. Partner with us. Our partnership with local business owners like you is the foundation of our business model. We extend opportunities and power local businesses. And we're back. And like I said, this is a great opportunity to get your business name out there and do some good. So we were discussing... What were we discussing? We were discussing religion and some of the oh, yeah, abnormal yeah, practices yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that seem to be plaguing both both religions. Most religions. I don't know. Do Buddha, do Buddhans? Is, no, it, is that what they're called? Buddhans? The Buddhists believe in uh, reincarnation and stuff, don't they? So they don't do bad things to little people, right? No, as far as I know. I don't mean mention it's either. Figure it out. What religion so, has the caste system? Which one is that? Is that it's Hindu. Hindu, yeah, mm -hmm. that sucks, man. Really that's another reincarnation. Yeah, that's another I think that, that's more reincarnation than Buddhism. Yeah, that's that's that sucks. I wouldn't want to be in a caste system. That sucks. You know. We're in a caste system. That's what I guess. Yeah. One percent. That's a caste system. You one percenters. One percenters, yeah. and <laughs> you know. <sighs> Anyways, speaking of caste systems, part of that is that if you're in a certain caste, you can only hold certain jobs. Right. Like if you were a lower caste, you can be a government official or, right. you know, whatever the case is. Um, and one of the, probably one of the lower castes, I'm not sure these even exist in India. I'm sure they do someplace. Uh, probably one of the lower castes is the ones reserved for prostitutes. Well, I don't know if they'd be lower castes. Well, I think they would be. We should research Indian prostitution. And I said Indian, not Native American, so please don't get it confused. Uh, How but, should I go about researching But uh, we have transitioned into the oldest <laughs> profession. And it's probably the oldest profession for a reason. I'm not sure why, because I don't think, you know, Eve was a prostitute. But I'm not sure where prostitution came into play. Like, where did that come into play? Uh, in like the, the great former city of Babylon. But, Which was in Iraq. The Samarians. Samaria. Yeah. But, I'm not making that up. That's really where it came from. But think about that. What? Who was the first woman, or man, probably was a man, that said, hey, I don't have to sell these women. I can just rent them out. <laughs> Saves me having to go out and find other women. Right. I can just rent them out. Rent them out. Yeah. You yeah. don't need twelve wives. You need eleven wives and a and a prostitute. Yeah. I'm not sure. That would that'd be something we have to research. When did prostitution? If it's the oldest profession, Syria. Like or, like or, uh, like, didn't they farm? Like, weren't there farmers before prostitutes? I would imagine so. So farming price is the oldest. Oldest. Or, you know, it could be even before that. I mean, you barter for right. goods, you know, maybe someone had a cherry tree or you want some cherries off the tree, so you 
you know, you sold yourself and some cherries. Who knows? You know, I could that might be worse. Like but still, it wouldn't be the oldest. You, you still had to have someone farm or well, cattle, know, well, cattle herd or sheep herd. Or well, maybe herd. before maybe before farming, there was, you know, hunting. So maybe someone had a big slab of meat that you wanted. Oh, yeah. No pun intended. And uh, <laughs> you sold yourself for a piece of meat. Not the one that you're thinking of, you sick bastard. <laughs> so anyways, so prostitution. Uh, the question we have, and it is pretty much an American question, is should prostitution be legal nationally? I think it should. Well, okay, Jeff thinks it should. That's interesting. Well, not really, because we can probably get figure that out. Um, well, it's just like, you know, you, you get a back rub. You pay someone, you know, a massage therapist to rub your back or whatever. You know what I'm saying? What's the difference? You're not getting your back rub. You're getting self-up rubbed, and you get a good, and you're having a good so time. What is the, what is the difference? What is the difference? Not that, no difference. It has to be. No, why? Why, so to why be? is it illegal? It's because it's damn Republicans. Did you just say Republicans? <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, damn Republicans, man. You know, see, the Democrats want to take your money. All right, and Republicans want to tell you what to do in the bedroom. That's what the two parties do. Man. Oh, I don't think so. They'll sleep they, on them. They hate. They'll sleep they, on them. They'll they hate, hate them coming forward. But is they what don't they want hate. you to have any <coughs> greedy son of bitches. <laughs> so, yeah, this is another. This is this is probably. One of the, there are there are there are three hot button topics. Actually, one hot button. The rest were kind of mediocre. Pot, pot, prostitutes, and pistols. The three P's. Yeah, the three P's. These will get people fired up. They will literally fired up. And so we're well, working on the pot thing. Well, look what happened to Craigslist and uh, Backpage. Backpage got shut down all of it. Yeah, I heard something about that. And Craigslist, all the personals are gone because of the new law that was signed that uh, they could be used for sex trafficking. So the companies want to take any chance. You know right. what I'm saying? So all hands off. Backpage actually got seized by the freaking FBI <laughs> so, over their personal ads because it was all prostitution, from what I understand. Not that I can look. <laughs> but, so, uh, so with that being said... When it makes sense at this point, this is sort of like pot. When you think of all the people in prison, and I get they're mostly African American, wouldn't it make sense to legalize pot nationally? Well, <coughs> could you kind of alleviate some of this nonsense that's going on? I mean, pot's no more dangerous or addictive than alcohol. Alcohol, I think, has probably got bigger demons that can. Can arise and the marijuana. Um, I agree. Yeah. And we're not we're not going to talk about pot. I'm just saying this is one of the examples. So prostitution. If if you make if you take prostitution out of the closet, out of the back alleys, out of the underworld, and you bring it to the front, you put it on Main Street with a big red light in the window, like they do in Amsterdam. Yeah. Wouldn't you, just by doing that, start to cut down on the sex trafficking Problem. issues yeah. and problems? You would think. I would think. Yeah. You'd be saving lives. Yeah, you'd be saving lives. Sure. I agree. So, 
you know, again, why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we taking, you know, at this day and age, simple solutions to what are now, for the most part, simple problems and trying to fix them. How many, how many children would be helped, saved, if prostitution was made legal? It's out in the open. It's government, government regulated. Health checks, age checks. You've got to be licensed. You have to go maybe to school or class. Uh, bringing it, bringing it. Bringing I want it, to teach that class. Bringing it out of the, <laughs> out of the, out of the uh, dark ages, as it were, to the light of day. This is um, blowjob practice, and I'm, <laughs> I'm the model. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're the model. <laughs> Next week we'll start with adults. Anyways, <laughs> okay. so whoa, <laughs> um, and I will. And I know this will get you fired up. That's why I went more down this road. Right. So similar to what they did with abortions. Okay. See, because before, before, not only were we killing the children during abortions, but we were killing a lot of the moms too. Well, they should have died. They're murderers. Okay, but. <laughs> We said, you know what? That's not right. That bull should die. Right. Let's, one. let's let's make let's make it legal. Keep the murder, let's the murder make, alive. Let's make it legal and therefore safer for the murderer. For the woman. For the murderer. Whatever. So um, so yeah, I everyone's concerned about saving mass numbers, saving mass numbers of people. Of children. But they won't take those simple steps to help regulate and control prostitution. Well, and here's another like thing that, you know, when you if you had an ad on Craigslist or a back page, you were a call girl, escort, whatever, um, you had an email trail, you had contact information that John knew were going to be. Okay, now with all that gone, they're pushed out into the street. You don't have the information. If they're uh, murdered, if, if, listen, no, if they're murdered, yeah. the, the the trail to track down the murderer is ten times harder. Ten times harder. You know, and that's, I think that's harder. the biggest right now, right? You're spending all this money. Not that cops give a shit most of the time anyway, you know, this kind of stuff. Like, oh, she's just a hooker, so whatever. Well, you yeah. know, so. So, you know, that hot, hot prostitutes. Make this stuff legal. Make it taxable. Make it a money maker. Why? Why is it just the underworld? Why is it just the mobsters and gangsters making money on yep, this shit? Exactly. Make it legal. Start getting rid of the middlemen, the pimps, whatever. Make you know project managers. <laughs> you know, there's way. There's a whole industry here that we're just missing the boat, and it's all because we have this. Moral superiority complex that changes because the moral superiority complex we had 20 years ago is different than the one we have oh, now. Oh, yeah, big, big difference. And the one we had yeah. 20 years before that is a lot different than the one we have now. Um, we are morally superior uh, as long as we don't, you know, advertise we're morally superior. We actually tear ourselves down. We tear ourselves down to show you how morally superior we are. 
which makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But we do it. We do it on a regular basis, and people, again, ease that guilt and feel better and hope that the rest of the world will love us. I don't give a shit whether the rest of the world loves us or not. I want to be loved by the rest of the world. I do not. And this is not See, the press. Earthling. This is not the press too screw we're talking about here. I don't care. No, because <laughs> because we we have lost the the sense of just just my ass of an American. Yeah, but see, that's where that's where problems, man. We're earthlings. It is not problems. Earthlings, man. You know, this 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 idea that I'm an American or I'm a Russian or I'm a Frenchman, man. That's all the problem right there, dude. That was religion. I'm a Christian. I'm a Jew. I'm a Hindu. Whatever. You know, I'm Islamic. Whatever. I mean, see, all those little issues, man. That's the stuff that keeps the pot turning. Is all that crap. And we all got all our high heels, so you know what? We got all one thing in common. We're all earthlings, man. That's like the thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Good to be an earthling, man. Yeah, whatever. I'm not smoking any pot. You're, you're, you're <laughs> a hybrid or whatever you are. <laughs> hybrid, high yeast, whatever. So, yeah, as far as that goes, I will... I will speak for the let's talk it all staff and say we, we firmly stand behind prostitution. 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 And it should be made legal and it should yep. be it should be regulated so it's safe and healthy. And you know what? I don't see a problem. It, it it's been legal in Nevada for, a long time. for how long? For a long, a long time. time. She's at least 20, 30 years. So and 40, 50 maybe, I don't know. And it's, it's not a big deal. Nevada profits from it and the cleanest whorehouses in the country. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. There was one in Texas. Yeah. yeah. A little one. But ever since Dolly and Bert left, <laughs> it hasn't been the same. So, again, Google it. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I got no problem with that. But that was, I think we talked about this before. This is this was part of my political platform. Right before Trump ran, <laughs> I was going to somehow have billions of dollars to do it myself. <laughs> and that was two planks of my platform. Pistols were the other. And I would have taken care of the country's deficit. I would have taken care of at least two major legal issues that seemed to plague us. And... You'd be good. No, I, I'd be I, on the road to good. I had a different platform than you. But, uh, uh, uh hey, uh, so, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, and I, I said, when I, I said to Heather, we're going to do a show on prostitution, or someone at the show. Right. You know, I said, honey, I really got to get out there and get some research done. <laughs> she was not down with that idea to say anyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> she instantly put mittens on, trust me. She said, this is bullshit anymore. Um,. Yeah, but I will tell you, I'm not sure if I want to do research in Bington. I'm pretty well, sure I don't want to do research in Bington. Probably not, no. Yeah. I am pretty sure I want to do research in anywhere in New York State. I'm pretty sure it's not quality. Yeah, it's a pretty scary world. It's not quality. <laughs> I would think I would want to go to a, well, ma- you know, a, major, a major metropolitan area. That had 
You pay for companionship. it. Companionship. You pay for it regardless. Look, if you're well, dating, you do. If you're you dating do. a woman, you gotta take them out to dinner. You gotta listen to them. Oh, you do. Maybe you gotta listen to their bullshit. They're moaning and groaning and their aches and their pains and shit. Just get a little piece of honey once in a while. So you're paying it for that way. You know, you can pay for one shot. Get your jollies off. You don't have to see her again. You go home. You sleep like a fucking brick. Great. All right. The other side, you gotta go through dinner. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. You take out the fucking garbage. Then you get a little honey. Then you get those newer bitching complain the next day. I mean, which is the better option? Yeah. Just saying. So, <laughs> in case our audience didn't know up to this point, <laughs> Heather's deaf and can't hear the radio show, which is why Jeff can talk this way. And I'm actually married and through menopause. And I don't get any anyway, so it doesn't matter. So I can talk that way as well because it's not going to endanger me getting some or not because it's definitely the not category at home. So anyways, um, yeah. What prostitutes are for? <laughs> well, you say that, but there, there, there is one on our street. Really? I found oh, out. Is she hot? Oh, you shouldn't answer that question, should you? <laughs> There was a saying I had when I was younger. They would look at some chickens, hey, would you do that? And I'd say, yeah, I'd rather slam it in my car door. <laughs> oh, that bad, huh? Oh. Oh, I'd, rather, I'd rather repeatedly be slamming the car door. <laughs> no, bang it way when I... <laughs> I would take my anger, then slam it in the car door. That's how much I don't want to be with the prostitute on our street. So you would rather spank it. <laughs> Get it? Spank it? Yeah, all right. Okay. <laughs> Spank the monkey. Yeah, the applause. Know. I don't know. It's the hands. The I hands, can... buddy. Get it? Hands spanking. All right. So Jeff and I have different <laughs> ways of masturbating. <laughs> Obviously, Jeff's involved slapping his, literally slapping his with both hands. There we go. There we go. There it is. Um, so, oh, Renee's going to love this show. Anyways, um... So yeah, it's uh, I'm all for it. I'm good with it. Uh, it should have been legal a long time ago. Pot should have been legal a long time ago. Uh, tax revenue, uh, better health, better things like that. Uh, reduce the number of people in prison. And the reason that we aren't reducing the number of people in prison or don't want to reduce the number of people in prison is because the majority of prisons in the United States now are privately owned. And private companies manage and get money for every prisoner that's in prison. And that's an issue, too, that no one seems to want to look at or address. See, I have an easy, simplistic solution to all this. I call it Jeffy's Final kill, Solution. Kill them all. Yep, and that's basically what do. You go to prison, uh, you can steal a pencil, right? and you get the death penalty. Um, you, um, you, know, you run a red light, death penalty. Uh, you know, I firmly believe that if you had a society that was everything, little crying, no matter how small it was, jaywalking, death penalty, um, you would cut back on a crime probably by 99% after the first year. Um, not only that, when you would have, and when you cause a crime um, with a death penalty, because everything's a death penalty, it's nationally televised. So you would fill stadiums, you know, like the New York Yankee Stadium and that kind of thing. Or, you know, football whatever. game. Yeah, football game. Before the national anthem. Yeah. Certain national anthem. <laughs> yeah. Every execution. execution. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people yeah. watch it. They love it. They love blood. They love to see it. You know, make it real bloody and painful um, for the person of the crime for sure. pencil. And uh, I think that would really. Uh, as soon as Islam takes over, we'll be there. Yeah. We'll be uh, at least halfway there. 
Um, yeah, that's interesting. They did a whole Star Trek episode about that. It didn't work out well for the crew of the Enterprise. Um, yeah, it's uh, prisons are big business now. Don't let anyone tell you differently. And the ones that are still operated by the state are so haphazardly run that it's just it's the other end of the spectrum as far as bad. So, either underfunded, way. Underfunded, that's a lot of the problem. They're underfunded, well, you know? they're underfunded because they insist on buying an iPad for every prisoner. They're underfunded because prisoners actually make money in prison. And it's their money. Why is it their money? Why are we not charging them rent? It's great. Don't even, that's a whole other show. Unfortunately, it'll be a tough show to do because <laughs> we can't get any corrections officers. Anyone in the system to come on and talk. Even if we disguise our voice, yeah. it won't matter. So we're just going to have to let that show go until I can <laughs> do an in-depth, undercover investigation. I'd be arrested. Of, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll report that one. So we're at that time. We're an hour into the show. And the new thing we have, and this is, we'll talk about this after the break, but just so you know, tonight we have... Kraken Black Spiced Rum. Black Spiced Rum Kraken. The Kraken was a gigantic mystical sea creature, if I remember correctly. Well, it may not be as mystical as you think. There are, they're finding several creatures deep, deep, deep in the ocean. Yeah, I saw that. This was gigantic. That have huge. a resemblance to the Kraken. Hold on. Trying to get a picture, folks. There's technical. I lost my phone. Okay, we're good. He's taking the picture. That's why there's silence for a moment. There is. Click, click. So, yes, the Kraken. Um, there might actually be some fact, fact to the myth, as it were, which a lot of myth, myth, myth. I mean, not a not a like freaking Mike Tyson. Myth. <laughs> It's a boxing joke for you. YouTube Mike Tyson in one of his recent interviews. You'll understand what I'm saying. Yes. Leslie with it. <laughs> so, oh, I want a picture of the skulls full. Yes, get a picture of the skulls full. There you go. All right. Anyway. So, Kraken Dark Spice Rum. No, yum, yum. Fantastic. Here's the swimming with. Well, look at prostitutes. There you go. Not bad. Good stuff. Coming in a cute bottle. We like it. So that was a dark spice rum. There's also a clear rum we'll try at some point. And that's where we come to about this. So, uh, Saturday, Alani and I, my lovely wife who... You know, I love. We're out and traveling about. And we have our we have our favorite favorite little liquor store up in the booming town of Horseheads, New York. And it's is the GCP Liquor. I like to call it Emporium, uh, but it's a liquor store. So the GPC, which is the Grand Central Plaza, which is where this is. Uh, this liquor store has anything and everything 
legally alcoholic in New York. I'm impressed with this place. I was, they opened up a liquor store next to Wegmans, it's like a Wegmans liquor store, and I was impressed with that place because it looked, it, and then I found this place, and it's like, these guys, Wegmans doesn't even hold a can. Right, but the great thing about the Wegmans thing is let me defend the Wegmans liquor store. It's, it's lo- the it's prices. Local. It's local, the prices are fantastic. Oh, these people's prices are good. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, even, I mean, if their prices are outrageous, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go. Right. It wouldn't, wouldn't be worth it. So, Alani are off shopping, and one of the things they have, they have four or five registers, and in front of the registers, they have tables set up. And on these tables are all their sample bottles. Not sample, well, not the little bottles, like the, the two shot size bottles, not samples, but the airline bottles, the hotel bottles. And uh, they have. Quite the wide selection of well-named alcohols in there. Uh, so if you want to sample what Jack Fire tastes like, or Jim Beam Black, or Kraken Darks, you can. So we were up there Saturday, and I said, you know, I know, I know you and I were running a little low. I know you had some. We still had some, but and let me tell you, alcohol is expensive. Oh, that's cheap. To get a to get a common bottle in locally, it's usually at least a seven seven hundred fifty milliliter or liter bottle. They're right on the small pint bottles in a lot of variety, and you're paying fifteen, twenty, thirty, forty bucks for a bottle. Plus, Jeff doesn't have a lot of room on his bar. It's a good sized bar, but he doesn't have a lot of room, and uh, we're not that big of alcoholic chef. I had sex on this bar. Did I, I think. I, when. Oh, okay, we're okay, good. Nice clean. Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Heather might be, but Jeff and I are raging alcoholics. Um, so I just started loading up the shopping cart, like with every, like one of everything I could find that I thought we could do. Like there was a lot of vodkas, but I'm not a big vodka person. That was probably routine. So you're you're a gin person. I, I, I gin and yeah, vodka. Perhaps, next one I get vodka for you. Um, so when it was all said and done, I think I have 30 different types of alcohol in, in the bucket of booze. Bucket of booze. I got a small plastic, no, it's not small, it's a medium-sized plastic bucket, uh, and we filled it with these little bottles, and it's at the top and overflowing. Um, the bucket of booze, we will, each week, reach into the bucket of booze, randomly grab the bottle at random, and sample it. And we got enough to carry us through till season three. That's awesome. So that is awesome, actually. <laughs> so uh, shout out to uh, GCP Liquors up in Horses, New York. Great little store. Um, always, always enjoy going there. Always, always leave there broke. So <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's like going to a prostitute. It's a love. It's a love hate. <laughs> yeah, really. Always, it's a love hate type thing. Um, but, uh, yes, we had the bucket of booze that we will have at each show, and we're, we're going to enjoy that. Um, so, yeah, prostitution should be legal. I just, and, you know, someone, needs, someone needs to get on board with it. And it brings up another interesting question. With the Unfortunately, it probably thing. shouldn't be Trump at this point without everything going on. <laughs> they might see it as a little self-serving. Um, but, hey, maybe it will be. Maybe he'll say it. And, again, this whole thing, Trump and the prostitution, I guess it was porn star, porn which star. is legal. Which is legal. Yeah. I get I get to having a fair thing isn't legal. But he, fact, but, he, but, he but he paid her. But he paid her. I didn't pay her. See, well, I, I bought her dinner, so maybe it counts as payment. 
this is where I, I miss Trump's logic. He will openly say, I can walk onto 42nd Street in New York, shoot so-and-so in the head, and no one would care. Which I agree, probably, I was right. But I think he could equally say, I could sleep with a porn star, <laughs> and no one will care. Yeah. But I get high five some of the guys, you know. But he doesn't. Don, Don. The gig's up. Come clean. Well, Move on. Well, here's the thing. I, I don't think it's that important to as much as people CNN's making it out. I'm going to tell you why. The uh, latest Nelson ratings came out last week. Where did CNN rank? Oh, I Seventh. For out, out of, all out of six? Seventh, right? Out of six. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Beat right. CNN. I'm not joking. I'm not even making up. Nickelodeon beat CNN. Fox News number one, by the way. So I remember Fox News is number one in Nelson ratings. Um, Disney Channel beat CNN. I mean, it was that pathetic. And it's because they did a percentage, they did a breakdown of what they're covering. They're spending nearly 80% of their time on this porn star horseshit story and this bullshit make-believe Russian investigation crap. And all the other stuff that's going on, what Fox is covering, mm -hmm. they're not touching it. And you see the difference. So Fox, number one, because people are actually watching real, you know, not real news, but at least stuff that's actually going on in the goddamn world that matters, <laughs> compared to shit that doesn't matter. Then no I one's agree. watching it. And that's what, that's seeing its own stupid fall. Um... But, you know, it's back to prostitution. And, and a question we didn't an, uh, answer before is, you know, and I failed to bring it up, was if you pay for it, is it cheating? Is it cheating if you pay for it? It's like going to get a back rub, get a massage, you know, uh, alcupuncture, you're paying for that. You know, all you're doing is getting another part of your body massaged. I don't understand. If it, is it cheating if well, you pay see, for that's, it? Well, see, and that's where we come into the, the stigmatism of sex and the taboo we put on it and things like that. And, you know, that's like saying if you go out to eat dinner, you're cheating because you're going out to eat dinner so you can eat dinner at home. I go out to dinner all the time. Right? So, so do I. So do I. I'm not cheating. And I bring the wife with me. So what does that say? Yeah. Right there. Um, yeah, I would think at this, at, this, at this current morality level, it's cheating. Should it be? I don't know. I don't think so. I think you're paying for a service. Oh. You know, just like having a cake baked. <laughs> <laughs> just like getting your plumbing cleaned. <laughs> really, Jeff? Really? Roto-rooters in town. Roto-rooters. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so. Uh, some things going on. We are past the hour mark. We're actually... If I'm reading the clock right this time, we are actually an hour and 10 minutes past the hour mark. Um, something's going on. Uh, Jeff has been uh, incommunicado this week. And two days ago, two days ago, there was another, we won't say mass shooting because I think he only shot four people. I think five is the, the uh, cutoff number to get you started on mass shootings. Um, a gentleman walked into a Waffle House at 3 a.m. in the morning, or 3-ish, don't, don't give me shit because I didn't get the time right, uh, and, well, actually, he killed two people as he walked into the Waffle House, 
And then chat two more when he got in there. He, he previously was pissed off the waffles. Um, let me let me go with the whole story. No, it wasn't so much the waffles. Was the summer the wiggle was wiggle. Um, <laughs> I'm not really sure because they didn't. They just caught the guy today, so this guy's been on the run for two days. Huh. Um, before they caught, him. but let me go through the whole story because the whole story is actually borderline. You know, it's like a Greek tragedy kind of thing. You know, there's some funny parts to it, and then it's not so funny. For so he kills the four people, gets inside. Uh, apparently, at some point, he had a... I don't know. He hesitated. Whether he's going to either change in a magazine or the gun jammed or whatever. He hesitated long enough for one of the patrons, a young young man, to charge him and wrangle the gun away from him. Along with his coat. Oh, no. I'm sorry. He didn't wrangle the coat. Wrangled the gun away from him. Uh, at this point, the guy, I believe, fled. Uh, he elected to get rid of his coat that he was wearing uh, because he felt it might identify him as the shooter if they were looking for him. The only catch to that scenario is that the green coat he was wearing is all he was wearing. So now they put on APB for a naked white guy along the highway. <laughs> and they still took two days to catch up. So, uh, yeah, uh, it was, uh, I believe there were, they were people of color that were shot. I believe there were three African Americans and a Hispanic. I don't know if that was the motivation behind it or not. Um, it, like I said, they just come to this, they really haven't said. Uh, he was, and this is again, this is this is all hot button topic chat. He was, I don't know if he was, he was arrested. He was arrested or detained by the Secret Service last year because he was in the White House, someplace he wasn't supposed to, trying to make an appointment to see Donald. <laughs> I guess he wasn't happy when he couldn't make the appointment. So they had Secret Service nab his ass, detain him. Uh, I believe they sent him in for a 72-hour evaluation, at which point they had ATF confiscate all his firearms. I think it was ATF. He had another government agency confiscate his firearms. Um, for a reason... The agency that confiscated the firearms didn't feel comfortable holding on to them, so they turned them over to his father to hold on to. Under the instructions of, you will not give these back to your son. Really, this is the instruction. We're going to give you these guns, but we're telling you you can't give them back to your son, even if he gets out of the movie. So... I guess the evaluation was over. And again, I'm piecing this together from things I've read. They just arrested the kid. He's 29 years old. He's not even a kid. He's, he was 28 when this all started. He's 29 now. Um, he gets out. Apparently, they didn't find anything unstable about him at the time. Uh, goes home, and Dad proceeds to give him all his guns back. Hmm. Well, Secret Service had their hands on him, and the guns could have done something. ATF. Had him and the guns could have done something. Give him back to his dad, who 
I don't know if they didn't even did any checks on his dad before they handed the guns. I don't know if his dad was even legally able to hold these guns. Did they do a background check on their dad before they hand them over to him, or did they just say, "Oh, you're next to rel- you're next to kin. Here, here are the guns. Don't give them to him." Um, I don't know what he's been doing for the last year. Uh, I guess he is part of a white supremacist group, from what I'm reading or hearing. Um, uh, why was he? Why? Why did he feel he had to be naked? I don't know if he's trying to reduce the forensic trail. Maybe I don't know. Um, so part of the problem the police has is that now, as they're piecing together, they, they feel that he he left the Waffle House, he stripped down naked, went back to his apartment, which I guess was close by, to get a pair of pants to put on. Didn't bother getting a shirt. Maybe he has no clean clothes. Didn't bother getting a shirt. So he's still bare chested, half naked, wandering around. And still eluding the law enforcement for two days before they finally nab his ass and bring him in. So this, of course, starts the debate again. It was in, well, the first story I read, he used an AK-15. I thought maybe it was a typo, but they continue to use the word AK-15 throughout the article. So I'm thinking that was probably the first problem with the article is that they had no idea what they were talking about. And they really could put a lot of stock in the article anyways. Um... Yeah, he, uh, AK, or, yeah, and now they got me saying AR-15 years again, so they're screaming about semi-automatic or semi-auto full, semi-full <laughs> automatics or whatever the hell they are, and the whole debate comes up, and they, they dredge up the the Parkland, Florida thing, which is now almost two months old. Um, it is over two months old. Um, I just... They're giving Trump crap because he hasn't tweeted a lot about it. He tweets too much. He hasn't tweeted enough. <laughs> People, make up your freaking mind which way you want this guy to go. Anyone think that he may have gotten, gotten advice he's going to take about not tweeting and everything? But, hey, let's give him crap about not doing that, too. So, the man can't win. I, unfortunately, the man can't win. Uh, whether he deserves that treatment or not is irrelevant. He can't win. He can't win. Um... He did win, though. He did win. He did. That's he did what they win. can't stand. Um, I love the comments I see that Trump is stupid comments. People, <laughs> I know you don't like the man. I know you don't respect the man. But I am telling you, I am telling you, hand to God, this man is not stupid. He's not stupid. He's not stupid. You can't... You can't outmaneuver both major political parties, get elected to be president, have that election stand, do a year-long investigation to some Russian connection that doesn't pan out, and he's still in place, still in power, still doing the Donald. You can't open a business, have it fail, go bankrupt, get back on your feet, open another. You can't do that, and I get they failed. I can't say he has the best ideas, may not have the brightest ideas, but I'm telling you flat out, he's not stupid, and the more you people say he is stupid and buy into your own propaganda, is the more you're going to lose every single time you go against them. Well, it's interesting to you know, remember that you're, you're writing from a computer in your little apartment that demands stupid, and he's sitting in the White House. Who's the dummy? <laughs> Well, yeah. Come on, you idiot. You know, 
you guys want to defeat him, acknowledge. You gotta acknowledge. <coughs> you may hate the guy, but you gotta acknowledge that he's not stupid. That he's got obviously some kind of skill set that is a lot better than the skill sets of the people going against him. Yep. You know? I would never say that Obama is stupid. He's another one. He had us all fooled. I think he had his he had his own people fooled that voted for him. He's not a stupid man. He might be ingenuous. He might be a liar. He might be a lot of things, but he's not stupid. Bill Clinton, not stupid. The, the closest thing to a stupid president that I would say we had was Jimmy Carter. And I don't think Jimmy Carter was stupid as much as he was naive about things. You're all for it. See, <laughs> you say he was, that. He, no, no, he, remember, he didn't get elected. He didn't get he elected. He was vice president. He was vice president. president. He got in there. And, uh, you know, he's on the Warren Commission. Well, I'll shut up. I'm get you started. I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so that's how that disturbed me a little bit. And again, we got into a debate about that. Is uh, If you get a chance, check out the Time magazine this week. I'm not sure if it's their print edition or just their online edition. Uh, but they have Trump as the worst president ever. And that part didn't bother me, and I get people had that opinion. But then they listed on the side all these things um, that I guess were meant to describe Trump. And it was rapist, thief, divider, liar, traitor, and it went on and on this list. I may have missed something. Um... It may not have been covered uh, by the media, but at what point was Trump convicted of rape? Mm-hmm. Um, they tried treason for a whole year, and they, they lost on that one. Um, but the only thing you might be able to convict him on is solicitation, which I'm not even sure that's a felony. I think it's a misdemeanor. It may, I don't even think it's an A or B misdemeanor. I think it's a C or D misdemeanor in most states. And not only that, um, it has a statute of Limitations, which is over—it's over past the um, point anyway. <laughs> so I took it upon myself to say, "Gee, you could almost put a picture of Bill Clinton in there, yep. and that would apply." And uh, the response I got was, "That's that's crazy because if they wrote that about Bill Clinton, they'd be liable." And I'm like, "How would that be? Was Bill Clinton not a liar?" As the only thing you might. Say Clinton, you couldn't accuse him of being a divider to the extent that Trump has been. But that's not Trump's fault. He just polarizes people because he's Donald Trump. And he's done that since before he was elected. Before he was elected, he was like that. And that's the other thing that kills me. Why is it only when he voices his opinion in a place of relevance... Are people all fired up and calling him all these things that apparently he was supposed to be all his life? A racist, a rapist, a thief, a liar. Clinton, Bill Clinton was all these things and more and more. He's getting blown down. When, office, when, <laughs> when all the skeletons come out of the Clinton closet, and it probably won't be until after they're dead, people are going to be amazed. I know I, you're going to say, I got the tin hat on. But these people had people killed. 
had people killed, are still having them killed. You got. You got to show me the proof. You show me where, where, where Trump is doing that. You, no, you can't. He, he is. He is. You can't. He, well, he is drinking uh, the tears of uh, uh, disheartened uh, Democrats and growing stronger. Uh, he's killing them. He's killing them, and he's drinking their tears, and he's becoming stronger. So he could say that well, he's doing that. Well, I'm using those same tears <laughs> to lubricate my firearms, so we're all good. Um, so yeah, and that, and that just came out today, and I just think one is one is I find it very disrespectful of the of the office of president. You say, well, that's Trump's own fault. Well, no, it's not because we've had other presidents in there that have done things that I find disrespectful to the office of president, and the press didn't hide behind the First Amendment to go after him, and no one's no one's calling him out on it. Again, you know, well, call him a liar. He, yeah, I, I got no doubt. I got no doubt. Donald hasn't told the truth all the time. I think. Uh, I think to hold him at a higher standard than we hold ourselves is bullshit. You have to remember that a lot of these newspapers and magazines. Wait, let me finish. Yeah. Uh, they're not selling what they used to sell. You know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, because of the internet. So they're doing shit like this to sell more. And time is one of them. Time is going to be out of business. Time's not going to be around in 10 years from now. Time will be gone. You know, to me, I don't really care. I know they're what they're doing. Right. It's I publicity. Can... And they're just trying to sell shit. You're going away, time. Goodbye. Remember Omni Magazine? Goodbye. You're going to be just like them. Goodbye. And my, and my disgust isn't so much that they're saying about Donald Trump. That's not my disgust. I'm not that dyed-in-the-wool, blinded Trump supporter that I'm disgusted because they're saying about Donald Trump. I'm disgusted that they're saying it at all. I'm disgusted because they're taking the First Amendment and twisting and abusing it to this to this extent and no one's calling them out on it. No one's calling them out on it. You know, uh, switching gears from, from guns to immigration, Trump just released the immigration plan he's got. They're proposing to put out there, and if it was any other president, any other president, any other president, they'd be all for it. It is, it is allowing 1.8 million new immigrants into the country. Almost a million from Mexico, and then anywhere from half million to two million from countries like Vietnam and India and these other places. We are not seeing them is from the Middle Eastern countries, and I think that might be what they're bitching about. But million Mexicans, I got nothing against Mexicans. But he's saying, hey, I'm willing to let a million Mexicans in if they do it legally. And the Republicans are having a conniption that this is uh, hate legislation and this is, this is, <laughs> this is the one that kills me. This is Trump's way of making America white again. 
that this immigration policy is nothing more than feeding the white supremacist machine. <coughs> you know, you got to consider the source, and that would be Nancy Pelosi, oh, who's go. a little off her rocker. But the other Dems are jumping on the bandwagon. Again, I feel bad. I think Trump had ambitions to do good. I just don't think people are going to let it happen. Well, I, I think, you know, we still got a few years left in the, in the so first year. So a few years, but hey, what's know? next? What's next? Okay, let's, yeah. let's get past the porn star. What else is Don <laughs> done? I don't know. Well, no, it's going to be slinging mud for, you know, the entire four years. There's no doubt about that, you know. Just, you know, I... They can't stand their losses. If it wasn't for the fact that I'm in the middle of this and it's my country, I would say Americans deserve what, what they get. And not that we... Not saying that negative about Trump. I'm saying Nate about the whole system. That the whole system is screwed and so slighted in one direction it's ridiculous. And if I was an outsider looking in, I would say, you know what? The freaking Americans deserve what they're getting. Right, yeah, definitely not. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe end times aren't such a bad. Alternative to this point. So, yeah, so that was, that was a lot of Burr Bush time. We talked about Burr Bush time. Um, what else was going on? Anything significant? No, we got the North Korea summit coming well, up. Well, North Korea going up, and now they're minimizing that, and, you know, I don't know. There's, again, South Korea and North Korea are going to meet in any, short Yeah, they're going to be. They're going to actually, I think they're going to declare peace. They are. They are. Happen, um, so. You know, I think people are getting on your bandwagon with that, that it wasn't so much Trump's doing as it was. Well, it was because they're afraid that America's going to get yeah. a stronger foothold. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not the spin they're putting out. The spin they're putting out is, you know, Russia and China finally know that the Korean, Korean people need to be united and they're going in, and, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, Again, anything to deny this man any kind of peace or recognition. That's just, that's just hateful. That's just spiteful. Well, like, yeah. there's, there's hate, then there's just spite. You don't understand. Not only did he beat the political parties, he beat, he beat the, the, the CNN fake news bullshit. Uh, and that's they, MSNBC. They can't stand it. They can't stand it. They got beat by this one man. They can't stand it. It's driving them batshit crazy, man. You look at Chris Cuomo, you know, on CNN. Oh, my God. That guy doesn't know when to shut up. No, oh, Cuomo. Which one? Finish. Uh, Dad. <laughs> Dad, yeah. Mario. No, yeah. it's not Mario. No, Mario was the old man. Yeah. Whatever his name is. Andrew. 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 Yeah, but Chris is the one on CNN. And God, that guy, he, you know, that guy's been closing an umbrella by himself. He doesn't know a story from a story. I mean, come on. That guy should be, all he does is bash Trump all the time, every day. That's all he does is his job. I'm like, Jesus, tell us some news, you idiot. So, get off. So I do not know. if the, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to research the story. I just kind of caught it passing. I'm going to have to now. Because it's, it's actually, if, if I thought it would work, it would be great for Trump, but it wouldn't work in the backfire. The story basically was Cuomo pardoned like a half million prisoners. Yeah, that's him. 
in order to give them the right to vote come election time. That's pretty much true. Yes. It's genius. I mean, it's it's kind of a play on the old, you know, the dead people. At least, at least these ones are alive. <laughs> but he went through a pardon all these people. Well, you got to remember, in the last uh, race for governorship, okay, the Republican Party made a huge mistake, and they admit it now. They didn't back the guy, okay, because he was a well-known Republican. And Cuomo was supposed to win the state by like forty-eight percent, something crazy. He was you know, he, no chance of losing. I think he won. He ended up winning by twenty-one percent. It was a gigantic embarrassment for him. He won all of Albany, he won New York City, and he won parts of Buffalo. He lost 80% of the counties in New York State. 80% over the SAFE Act, I think, to be honest with you. All right? He, before that happened, he was looking at maybe I'll be picked for VP. You know what I'm saying? That was his game plan. And after that happened, he wasn't even considered because he could barely cover his entire state. He lost 80% of his own state. There's no chance that man would be president, which is great for me and you because the guy's an idiot. Um, but that was the whole reason why he did this because there's a great fear on the Democratic side now that New York might be vulnerable because of all these stupid left-wing bullshit idiot ideas that keep coming up with. And the taxes, another reason is because the taxes are going to go to the roof because the federal government isn't you know, subsidizing your state more under the new tax code. So next year, so if you have a lot of property, your taxes are going to shoot through the roof, and Cuomo's done nothing about it, and he's not going to do anything about it, because he, he needs that money, because your state's bankrupt too. So they need that money. So they're very fearful that he's going to lose the next election, and that's why they did what they did. So I'm not sure who he pardoned. I'm not sure if he went through and looked in, if they were just, like, nuisance, hot charges, I'm not sure who we parked or why they parked. I'm not sure why they were in the first place. I don't know if they've been in and was getting whatever it is. So, and you probably don't know. You might. You might. I don't want. I don't want. You know, putting disparages on your legal knowledge. But if you are pardoned for a crime, does that expunge the crime? I honestly don't know the answer. To that. So, if you were pardoned for whatever this felony was. Could you now legally answer on a federal form that you were never convicted of a felony? I don't know. I answered So that would be my question because you know what that entails? If you are pardoned and that absolves you of your crimes, he's just released 500,000 people with criminal backgrounds into the system that can now legally legally purchase firearms and handguns in New York State in New York State there you go now again I'm not sure if a pardon excuses the crime so that you can legally answer no to the I have never been convicted of a felony but if it does this guy has just become one of the major problems with the current, the 20,000 current gun laws on the book. Before you come for my guns, saying that I'm the problem, take a look at the guy that just said, hey, you may be a violent felon, but I'm going to pardon you just so I can get your vote. Yeah. System, folks, the system's broke. The system's broke. We the people are not the problem. 
Because the system's broken. It's the people that we elect to office be the stewards that are the problem. You know, the stewards of the system. You know, the governors, the congressmen, the senators. Most of them, these are the people who need to go. You know, it's, you know, I, I always thought that we should, there should be term limits for everybody. It doesn't matter what public office is, should be term limits. Even a mayor should have a fucking term limit. Um, you know, I always thought it should be six years max for any public office. After six years, you can't run again, you're done. Um, and I also thought that uh, you don't have uh, these major political parties picking the candidates for you anymore. I always thought that there'd be a lotto system and uh, you, you get 10 choices, you know, of the population, you know, uh, and uh, you get to vote on those 10 choices. I, it's a good idea to me. You know, it could be Mary Jane that cleans the house all day. Yeah, let's give Mary Jane a shot. All right, or it could be handful of the gun-toting, you know, first and second amendment guy. Let's give Anvil a shot. Or it could be, you know, wacky Jeffy and the aliens and Jesus. Let's give that guy a shot. Who knows? You know, I mean, like, I always thought it should be kind of like that. You know, so, and then you vote on those ten people. Whoever gets the most votes, you know, goes off to be your congressman or off to your senator. You know, and then you have another election in three years. And, you know, the, you know, the political party's bankrolling everything anymore. It's, you know, really based on, you know... <clears throat> The people. No, I mean, there should be there should be reform in this generation. There should be reform on the political campaigns and TV stations and radio stations should be obligated to give equal time, equal advertising to all candidates running yeah, for free, for free. That helps eliminate. At that point, you can go and you can start eliminating these huge contributors to yep. campaigns. Yep. And you can put it back to personal donations of no more than $1,500. So you don't have Nestle Food Company and GMO Monster donating billions of dollars. You don't have... The NRA, and I got no problem saying the NRA. They, they they play, they play the same game everyone else does because that's what you do to keep the playing field level. And the unions, and, and the, the unions. So I get it, I get it. You don't like the NRA because you're doing it, but so does Planned Parenthood, and so does every other organization that has a political interest in this country. So unless you're going to eliminate it from all of them, get the hell off the backs of the ones that are doing the system the way the system is set up. And they're not breaking any laws, and that's just the way it is until we fix the system. You know what else? If you're elected to office, it should be you can't make more than 10% of what your annual income was before you went into office. So if you went in making 100000 a year as a senator, you should not be leaving with more than 10% of what you would have made in the same time frame in the private field where you were when you leave office. You can't go to making a hundred thousand and leave making a hundred million. You want to do something afterwards and write a book and make money off that? That's fine. But as long as you're in office, there should be a cap on how much your income is, and that's the way it should be. That's right. I think kickbacks and shit like that. You know, for voting certain ways or whatever, or influenced. Absolutely. Yeah. They're all you know the you know the John McCain's and the Lindsey Graham's and then the the Schumers. You know, they're all the sick bastards. They're the ones that have been dicking the people over, career politicians, they're pieces of shit. Uh, Schumer, you are a piece of shit. 
Uh, John McCain, you are a real piece of shit. Uh, and Lindsey Graham, you are a, you you are Lindsey Graham. You are almost a Nazi piece of shit. Now, you're not quite a Nazi, but if there was ever a Nazi, you're pretty goddamn close. He's a sick son of a bitch. Let me tell you. Oh, damn, he's a sick son of a bitch. He was the one slamming his fist on the Senate floor after 9-11. I don't care about their rights. They had no constitutional rights. They're terrorists. That's the kind of guy to be scared of. That's Nazism right there. Absolutely. You know, you always have rights. I don't give. I don't want to hear that shit. You know, John McCain and Chuck Schumer, they're the real big pieces of shit. Let me tell you why they're pieces of shit. You know why they're pieces of shit? Because they're the ones that put together the North American uh, Detention Act. Oh, Detention detention Act. All right. They're the ones that co-wrote that together. People don't know it was John McCain and Chuck Schumer who wrote that shit. And Obama passed it when he said he wasn't going to sign it. He signed it. In all fairness, John McCain had a lot of experience in writing that. Oh, the detention act, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Right, right. <laughs> so Obama swore he was going to sign it. He signed it. And then he was taken to court, all right? The Obama administration was taken to court. They lost. And it was thrown out by a federal judge because it was unconstitutional to hold American citizens in the time of war. Basically, what they did in the detention act was they declared that American soil be con- con- considered a battlefield and American citizens could be held without due process, with no evidence against them, indefinitely. That was the problem, indefinitely. So... The Army could arrest you, or the Marine Corps, or the Navy, or the Air Force could, could arrest you, okay, and say you're guilty of something, offer no proof, and hold you as long as they wanted. And nobody could get you out. Not a federal judge under that law would say get them out of there. Okay, that's the problem with the law. So it was thrown out uh, by an appeals court. Um, the Obama administration fired a judge, I ain't making this up, got rid of him, replaced a judge, okay, and they reinstated it. This is, this is true. You, can't, you cannot make this up. This really happened research folks. This is nuts. And John McCain and Chuck Schumer are the pieces of shit that put that legislation together that make the American battlefield, or the American soil, a battlefield and take away your rights under you know, the flag of war. You could be accused of a crime and have no proof thrown against you, and you could be held indefinitely under that law. That is batshit crazy. See, it is, because yeah. it should be, you be accused of a war crime. Right. But it doesn't matter. You still no, have get, constitutional rights. I get that. Right. You have a right to a lawyer. You you know, you, you have a right to due process. There are certain rights under the Constitution and the Bill of Rights that you have that shouldn't be infringed upon. And unfortunately, this is the kind of shit that these idiots, these pieces of shit, you know, uh, sign in the law. And it, it's scary. It's very scary. And Obama even said when he signed it, he goes, I hope no future president ever takes advantage of this law. He said the word advantage, meaning there, he knew the possibility that the wrong person at some point in history could be elected in the, into, the, into the, the presidency of the United States and use that law in a way that wasn't intended for. He knew the fear. He understood it. He signed it anyway. Piece of shit. They're all pieces of shit. Goddamn piece of shit. So the upside to the this, word of the month, by the way, is the, piece of shit. Jeff, Jeff has gotten away from the F word, and we are now on pieces of shit, which is fine. I can probably a little better off of that, even from an FCC standpoint. Uh, crap might be a better word to use, but we'll we'll take pieces of shit over the F word uh, as Jeff's choice of Tourette's. <laughs> so, so yeah, we we got problems, people. We're we don't 
we don't say we don't. We, uh, we both know. We both know. I think everyone knows we got problems. But uh, no matter what, we have not gotten to the point that this isn't still the best place to live. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. You know, um, you know, people are complaining that, you know, this is horrible. Trump is president and all this blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it's like, you know, shut up. Go live in Nazi Germany. Go back in time and see how fucking great it was. You want, you want to talk about shit? Go over there. And then come back and you'll be begging. You'll be on the ground kissing American soil. You know, after spending one week in Nazi Germany, you'll be kissing American soil when you come back. You'll be thanking Trump as your president. You'll be on your knees sucking his... Yeah, that's all happy. You'll be back. Stormy weather. So let's see. What else in the news? Bernie. Crazy Bernie. Socialist Bernie. Bernie Sanders. It's not my money. What do I care? Um, it has a new plan. What's it out there? Uh, Bernie feels that the best way to get things going again, and this would be his plan probably for the 2020 run, <clears throat> is Bernie's going to put everyone to work. Everyone is going to make at least $15 an hour. And he is going to generate jobs in the intra, intra, intro, intra, infrastructure, 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 with enough, yeah. infrastructure with enough, healthcare, environment, teaching, and something else. That is. So anyone not working now. That's communism. Anyone not. It is. Anyone not working now. Because because Bernie's under the impression, as are the the left that buy into this in the Occupy Democrat group. Bernie's under the impression that anyone not working now would work if they could. It's just they can't, there isn't a job for them. A newsflash, people. The vast majority, and I'm going to take you for this. I won't say bad, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to round, I'm going to dumb this down, I'm going to round this down. Half of the people not working now don't want to work. Oh, absolutely. Don't want to work. They want to, they want to live off the system. They want to teach their children to live off the system. They want to live off the they don't they don't want to work. They don't want to make fifteen dollars an hour. Because they're getting more benefits across the board, medical, food, housing. Yeah. They get it all. Than that. So they don't want to work and they don't want to work fifteen dollars an hour. So one, Bernie, who who are the flying, flipping, flying monkeys of Oz are, is going to pay for this? Because I'm sure if you're on this program, you're going to get some tax break so that all the money you're making isn't going back in the tax. Because then you're just paying for yourself to work. And that wouldn't be right. It's more right to tax me and make me pay for them to have to work. <laughs> and two, you're not factoring in the ones that either don't want to work or aren't capable of executing and performing the jobs you want them to do. 
And what, and exactly, and what we should do with those people is they should be executed. Jesus, <laughs> oh, I knew I picked the wrong word when I said that. No, and I'm serious, think about it for now. You got all this dead weight in the system. Did you know we have the lowest percentage of American population working at this time and any other time in the history of the United States? Did you know that? And that's, that's no joke. I know that. Okay, the lowest percentage of population working. All right, so we have a large percentage of population, the biggest we ever had, not working. Okay, and it's not because there's no jobs, because one employment's down in the field. They make believe unemployment to like 4.5, 4.6. Okay, but these people are choosing not to work. They're making a, a constant choice. And it's, it's draining the system. We literally need to have camps set up where we put these people in these camps, and uh, they're not willing to work, so we uh, we gotta we got to take care of them. You know, they've got to be, uh, you don't want to work, you don't want to pull your weight, then you don't need to be here in America. You know, maybe some other country will want to, maybe we can well, them out in any way. Yeah. Um, or, you know, we, uh, you know, euthanasia. You know, we got to do what we got to do. You know, I mean, like, you know, you, you have a dog population or a cat population and uh, you can't support them all. You can't support all the feeding mouths, so you got to put them down. I think it's the same way. I mean, we, it's considered humane to do it. Why isn't it humane to do the humans? Why are you talking about kids and... Asia. <laughs> Folks, I don't know why Jeff's talking about kids in Asia. You know what I said. I don't yeah, know why yeah. he's talking about the youth in Asia. <laughs> but, but it has nothing, yeah. the youth in Asia have nothing to do with what's going on. Exactly. Except that there's probably four or 500,000 that can be let in on the new immigration bill. But as far as the youth in Asia, I don't. No, seriously, get them all together and put them all down. Get them down. I don't want to put railroad tracks for right in the camp. You know, alone. And this, folks, <laughs> is communism with a little splash of Nazism <laughs> thrown in there for good measure. And I'm Jeff, just trying to, and Jeff is I, jerking I, chains at this I point. am just trying to help parade Jeff, this plan. Jeff is jerking this chains. This is the plan part of the parade plan. He forgot to add it. Jeff is jerking chains at this point. But the camp idea may not be bad, but I would make it. Put all the supplies they need to build their own homes. Give them land enough to grow their own food. Drop them off at the camp. And there you go. Build your homes. Farmer camp. Farmer. <laughs> they won't survive though. They'll die. They're incapable of doing then, it. Then that's what happens. It, it takes care of itself. But you give them right. the opportunity to survive. Yeah, and but we put up around the camps. We have gigantic electric fences that are like 15 feet tall. Like 50,000 volts going through there. So, you know, they can't do anything stupid by trying to get out. Because once you get them there, you want to keep them there. And if they can't make it, they can't make it. If they make it, great, good for them. They contribute back to society then at that point. Well, you know, well so they don't train anymore. Right, exactly. But the ones who can't, you know, well, you know, we, we try to help you. We gave you what you needed to uh, succeed, and you chose to make the wrong choice. Unfortunately for you, goodbye. You're dead. Um, so I think, so if we were to... Build a giant wall around New York City. Oh my gosh, can you imagine how that would go? They've already got buildings in place. There's already an infer, 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 infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure with an F. And there's Central Park where they can farm. But build a giant wall and just hope, hope that the president's plane never crashes inside <laughs> that wall. <laughs> Kurt Russell is getting too old for this shit yeah, yeah, to go yeah. in and rescue him. <laughs> Just laughing. I know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about. Yeah. It's called Escape from New York City. Yeah. Google it. Old YouTube it. Yeah. Netflix it. It's a great movie. Snake Plissken. 
knows what he's talking about. Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Uh, you ever seen The Man in the High Tower? I have not started watching that series yet. I'm not going to ruin it for you. I'm, I'm not going to ruin it for you. No, it's kind of what I was talking yeah, about. It's a, yeah. great show. it's a great show. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I actually, before that show even came out, I actually had that idea a long time ago. I always, I had planned out, and this is not a joke, I'm not jerking chains on this right now. I actually had planned out my perfect society once when I was born in school for like two weeks. Um, I planned it out, you know, my, in the recess period or study hall, whatever it was. Um, and that was that was part of the plan. You know, the people who don't want to work uh, would unfortunately have to be terminated. Um, the ones who couldn't work, unfortunately, have to be terminated or drained on the system. And this is just now, let me, people think that's hearted. Let me come from a, a totally logical standpoint, not emotional. If you strip away all the emotions from it, yes, it becomes a very cold idea, but it's completely logical. If you're a race and you want maximum production out of your race and you want to achieve a maximum goal, now that will never happen on this planet the way it is right now. But let's pretend for a minute we're one planet or one united. And we're under one world government. Let's pretend that for a moment, okay? And uh, we have lost all emotional connections in the future. So everything, there's no more sex. Everything is, you know, uh, babies are made in test tubes and grown that way. And uh, we have no more emotional uh, content. There's no more laughter, no more happiness, no more sadness, no more nothing. Everything is logical, and there's a common goal for everything. And what you would do in a society like that is you would eliminate all the dead weight. It would just be a logical thing to do. Anything that was deformed in any shape, way, or form would be eliminated. Anything that couldn't work would be eliminated. It would be a dead weight. When you reach a certain age where you were unproductive anymore, you would be eliminated. It's completely logical in one standpoint. You understand what I'm saying? If your race is purely based on logic, it's a completely logical choice. Oh, I hear you. I'm just saying. Oh, I hear I'm not you. saying it's the right thing to do. I'm oh, just saying, finding it out, that's what we would do. So, <laughs> to give you guys a better idea what Jeff's talking about, Google Logan's Run. <laughs> that would be the whole age thing, because he just killed everyone to age 29. Uh, and then Google any other kind of... Star Trek had episode like two, I think. Didn't they reach a certain age? Like the old series, no, like that. I'm sure there was. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the third season or something. Yeah. I didn't get it from that though. I mean, it was all these something I kind of figured out on my own when it came to just being pure logic. What you would do if you were a robot species, like okay, the whole Terminator thing is kind of based around that. You have these these beings that destroy their planet and they're always causing wars and that, you know that you know, Skynet takes over and they're like, well, this is an infectious disease that has to be eliminated. Star Trek, uh, the uh, the motion picture. Same thing, you know, feature. Feature. you know, you, you know, the carbon life forms have invaded, you know, whatever, they don't serve a purpose, eliminate them. The lot, it's just, it's just pure logic, completely pure logic. Spock would agree. Well, Spock. <laughs> so, uh, we are close to the five minutes mark. So, uh, if we didn't do it enough before, we're going to do it now. Thank you. Thank you, Renee, from Diversity Broadcasting Network, which can be found at www.diversitybroadcastingnetwork.com. Uh, we are uh, Jeff and Anvil with Let's Talk It All, and we can be found at letstalkitall.com. Uh, we can be heard on Diversity Broadcasting Network on Fridays at 9 and we go until 11 or a little bit after, depends on what we're talking about. But we're there for two hours to entertain you with our thoughts.
And this show, I think, and information. This show you should put up on the webpage should be, you know, Jesus, ghosts, and prostitutes. Though we didn't get to the ghost parts, today. We didn't get to the ghost parts, which is fine. Oh, ghost, Phoenix ghost. All right. So, <laughs> Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Yeah. So, Father's God. Right. Three that much. Right. Son is Jesus. Right. Who's the Holy Ghost? It's the Holy Spirit. What was that? Is that Jesus? Is, is that like Jesus? No, no. So is it God, Jesus, Jesus? No, it's like the the, the, the Spirit of... It's like the Holy Spirit, man. It's like it fills you. It fills you with the holiness, you know? And you, you want to worship God because you're filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, that's... Right, so we don't know who the Holy Spirit is. No, because... We, Dude, we don't know who God is, man. You know, God, I mean, we God, been, you know, God is God. Well, we don't. We don't God is God. Jesus, Jesus, this Holy Spirit. We thing. might have met him on the way in. I don't remember. You Holy, know, Spirit. Yeah. Holy Spirit. <laughs> Holy shit! What are you talking about? All right. So uh, again, first podcast number. Thank you very much, Renee. Nine two eleven ish. Um, we are let's talk it all, and we talk about all kinds of things. Uh, some of them you care about, but mostly it's all that we care about. So you may like us, you may hate us, you may not. I don't care. Uh, we're glad you're here to listen if you want to listen. Uh, you don't agree with us? Sucks to be you. So with that being said, I guess I got the final word tonight. You have the final word tonight. I have the final word tonight. So uh, I don't have inspirational things like, I don't know. Starships of my life running through, whatever. <laughs> um, I will say, and I know you think Jeff and I are crazy, you think I'm crazy. Um, I'll tell you straight up, for 30 plus years, I have been an advocate and a steward of gun safety and firearms. And if I get hot and bothered by people, it's because... 99% of them don't know what they're talking about, are talking on a subject they have no point of reference, and just go with whatever little feeble thoughts run through their mind. And that's why I go for it. I'm not a gun nut. I'm not a whatever. I just think there is a constitutional right that is being quickly eroded. And it's being eroded for no other reason that people are clueless about the subject matter. And we need to stop that. You need, if you're going to be part of the debate, being educated part of the debate, uh, and that's where it stands. Don't be as stupid as Trump. So next week, Jeff and I are saying adios. Arrivederci, goodbye, ciao bella, ciao. sayonara, yakamoto, kapla. And Jeff just signed something <laughs> um, I can't repeat on the radio. So, until uh, next week, have a wonderful weekend, and we will speak to you again.